Hey, paisanos! My name is Jeff. What kind of nonsense is this? Guess what? It's showtime. Who's responsible for this? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my underground lair. This is the coolest thing I have ever seen. I ought to beat your brains and I think I will. Hey, what's good, baby? Welcome to this week's podcast. Hey. Uh, I, my name is... My my name is Charles, and this is uh this interrupting cow is Zach. <laughs> hey Charles, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing good. How about yourself, man? I'm fine. I'm swell. I'm here. You're swelling with water because you figured out that you're into inflation. I got you. I got you. You know, never mind. I ain't gonna go into detail about that. <laughs> but yes, not even gonna, not even gonna try to go around it, huh? Not even, not even gonna attempt it. Although I was explaining that to Kevin not too long ago, which is weird. Uh, what inflation is? Yeah, basically. Like in the economy or the other kind? The other kind. Ah, gotcha. gotcha. Okay. The the fetish kind. But anyway. So anyway, uh, I know you have some beginner announcements for us this week. Some exciting stuff. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, oh, I'm not even on the wrong... Okay. <clears throat> so we <laughs> so we got some new videos out. Uh, we've been releasing some new stuff on Obscure Cartoons. No animations yet, although you might want to consider this new one an animation, because technically I am animating. But I've been re- releasing a lot of endless online content lately through the new Obscured Gaming segment of Obscure Cartoons. And uh, that's out now if you want to check it out. Mm-hmm. I did a few voices in there. Um, mostly some background stuff. I've never played Endless Online myself. But, sorry, I'm eating uh, eating some breadsticks right now. They're delicious. But That's fine. It's just obviously, me hungry. Oh, shut up, you. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I had to work hard for these. I had to get online and order them. Then I had to wait 40 minutes. Oh, it's a nightmare. You're right. Yeah, you did work hard for but them. Yes. But yes, I did a few voices in that. Um... Mainly just three background characters, but no, it, it still, it's a lot of fun. It's a great video. I laughed my ass off whenever I watched it, so definitely, definitely take a look at it. If yes, you please do, and uh, they're already getting plenty of attention from the EO community, and I have been getting people from the game coming up to me saying nice video. People who I don't even know are coming up to me in the game saying nice videos, so definitely happy with the uh, positive reception that's coming for from it, and um uh, yes, there will be more videos coming for that, but um, right now the main focus is trying to get more animations out more than anything at this point. Would you say it helped you experience catharsis? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, I'd say yeah. so. I'd say so. I, Good job. I, Good job, man. Good job. I experienced all nine levels of it. <laughs> uh, we'll probably have to get into what all nine levels are. Yeah. At a later date. That'll that'll be a whole episode in and of itself. Yeah. Uh, and the next announcement I want to make is um, we got a new feature onto the Discord now. Uh, Discord has added a new um, streaming type feature or audience and listener feature where we can record the show now and you can join in and listen to it live on the Discord. And we won't be able to hear you, but you can hear us. And now this could change. This could be a game changer for everybody who wants to join the show. Is if you want to join in, or if you want to kind of speak up, uh, all you got to do is just push the little raise your hand feature, and it'll raise your hand in the Discord, and we will keep that in mind when we get to the guest segment. So now people can listen to every episode live in its raw form before it's actually you know 
finalized and released with background music and effects. So, mm-hmm. and just as a um, just to let everyone know, if you did want to do that, we tend to record every other Saturday around four to five p.m. ish Eastern Standard Time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'd be happy to have you be a part of the show and listen in. If you just want to listen, that's fine. We love having our beautiful listeners come in here and listen to us and us ramble. And we also love talking to you. And yes. like, but if you say anything offensive or if you say any no-no words, it'll be cut out. Yeah, we'll 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 uh especially, we'll, we'll especially blacklist the fuck you. Word. We'll blacklist you. Um. Yeah. We'll put so, you in a in a black burlap sap. <laughs> And you'll be hauled off into Black burlap a, sap. And you'll be uh, hauled off into a discreet location where nobody can find you. Uh, but you will be allowed to go home, like just yeah, to, yeah. Like it'll just be really stressful. That's all. Basically, you're going to be put into at least a, a seven-hour uh, seminar about why you should be more appropriate and civilized around people. That's that's basically it. And, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And the uh, the next uh, I've got several updates here. Uh, the next update is we are running another giveaway on our Discord. Now you can either win an Elgato HD60S or you can win a Foresight um, Scarlet Solo audio interface or you can win an AKG Perception 220 microphone, which is... The fourth, the fourth hidden one is you can win my love and affection. Yeah, but well, good luck. But we won't tell you how. Good luck. It's it's impossible. I can't even win that. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to be a part of that, you can join the Discord, become a cool kid, and submit. And uh, you could become a lucky winner like the last winner we had, which was 80s, who won the free Nintendo Switch Lite. So just letting you all know that. Yes, good job, 80s. Uh, we're happy that you won. I was actually rooting for, I was rooting for all of you, actually. But I was happy that 80s won. Um. Okay, the next update I have here is I just got a Wacom Cintiq, and I'm excited about this. I have been wanting one of these things for a long time so I can work on my comic books. Basically, what this is is a drawing tablet with a screen on it to where I can draw, I can see exactly what I'm drawing on as I'm drawing, and I no longer have to worry about pens, pencils, papers, scanning, printing, and all that. I, I, I have it all right there. So it's been a, it's a great investment, and I've been wanting one of these for nine years, and I finally got to the point where I can get one. And so now I can work on more comics again. That's exciting. Hell yeah, dude. And uh, the last thing I want to mention here is uh, I've been kind of busy lately. I haven't been able to work on a whole lot of projects because I've been kind of helping my dad uh, move everything out of his uh, ex-wife's house. Um, she pretty much gave him a deadline to get everything out, so I've been having to stop everything to help him fully get everything out. And Man, dude, I was sneezing my head off over there when I was there because there was so much dust in that house. I was just... I was miserable. And by the time I got back home, I was like, oh, thank God. Oof. Yeah, I where I used to work in... Um... Like, I may have talked about this before, where I used to work in a warehouse, actually. We had that problem where, like, so many things would come in, or we'd have, like, stuff, like, hanging up so long that we'd get it down, and pretty much every time, like, just dust would just come off with everything. Ugh. So, like, not to be nasty, but, you know, you go home, and it's like you blow your nose, it's just, like, gray or black is what comes out, because there's just so much dust in the air. Yeah, it's like I hated when I was doing construction plumbing because I'd come home 
and I had nothing but sawdust in my nose, and that was disgusting. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I the first week working there, I had an upper respiratory infection from all the freaking sawdust. So Ugh. it's bad. Right. But anyways, what about you, man? What have you been up to lately? Uh, what you got any updates for us? Uh, I guess just some life stuff. Yeah. Um, basically, uh, was on vacation. That's why this episode's coming out a little bit late. Went up, visited some family finally after all this time because. I just got my first dose of vaccination before we went, so that's good in my opinion. Uh, getting my next dose, yeah, thank you, thank you. Getting my next dose next month on the tenth, so I'm, I plan on hitting the gym. Like, yeah, wait a week or two weeks, like let that shit kick in, and I'm gonna hit the gym. Like, cause I've been doing some walks lately. Like, I've got a my weighted vest, and I've been going out taking walks with that thing on, and you know. Florida summer sun is not good to a, a pale-ass white boy like me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I'd like to get back into a gym if possible. But, uh, yeah, so got the first dose of the vaccine. Always nice. Um, starting a new job on Monday, mm-hmm. which will be like, it, it's going to be a remote job. It'll be kind of nice. I, I've got a lot of freedom with it, um, which is what I'm looking for right now. So I can, you know, work on some other projects and stuff like as they come. Um, let me think. I had one other thing, but I can't remember what it is. Your tooth. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, that's... Yeah, that's part of the thing, is I'm starting this job on Monday. So it's evening classes, which works for me, because I'm a night owl. So it's going to be like a 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. Um, night class. And then the next morning, so on the 20th, like, 8... Like 8 or 9 a.m., I can't remember which it is. I'll have to look on my calendar. But uh, I'm getting my tooth worked on because I have a cracked tooth. Mm-hmm. Um, as I found out when I went to the dentist for the first time in like six years the other day, that they were like, yeah, you know, you have some very minor cavities. Like, it happens because you haven't been to the dentist in so long, but we can take care of them, blah, blah, blah. But then they were like, but what we want to point your attention to is that you have this tooth that had a filling in it a long time ago. And they said the tooth is cracked. So, like, they, like, it could be because, like, I applied too much pressure on it, like clenching my jaw or something, you know, that kind of stuff. But they were like, we're going to have to put a crown on it. Like, because we can't just refill it because likely the tooth is going to shatter. Right. So, what we're going to do is we're going to clean it up real good. We're going to make sure that, like, there's no cavities or anything like that in the tooth. Um, like, then we're going to put a crown on it. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, so they were like, yeah, you know, it, like, and <laughs> I think it's going to cost like 800 bucks, which isn't terrible. I've heard, like, some crowns are like 2000 but luckily I've got a discount plan with them that they run, which, by the way, everyone out there, um, this is not sponsored, but this is just me trying to help people out. Um, there's a website called dentalplans.com. This is what they directed me to. Again, this isn't a sponsorship. This is just something that it really helped me out with this. Um, but literally, if you look up your dentist's office and you don't have dental insurance, um, it's a discount plan and it's actually, it's saving me a lot of money right now getting like all these, like getting all those little cavities filled and getting this done. Cause it would have been like 2000 bucks mm-hmm. for me to get a crown. And now it's going to be 800 So it's like, well, psh, fuck yeah. Like, I'm yeah. saving a lot of money doing that. Heck yeah. So, Anything to help you save some money. 
Yeah. So um, honestly, to me, that's it, it's just been helpful. Um, oh, last thing, last thing, last thing. Um, our buddy Alex, our new admin friend and our uh, pretty recent common guest, um, he is going to be making a move up to New Hampshire here fairly soon. Not going to dox him any further than that, <laughs> but um, kind of an exciting thing is that once they get up there and once he kind of knows what's going on, I may be making the move too. Um, yeah. It's still up in the air for me. But at the same time, it definitely boils down to, like, it'd give a little bit of freedom. It'd give us um, at least somewhat of an easier recording time for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we'll kind of see. If that ends up happening, there may be a slight pause in uh, getting some projects done. But I'd try to get up there as quickly as possible. But driving from Florida up to New Hampshire would probably be like a 30-hour drive. <laughs> uh, yeah, plus getting everything hauled off trying to get it all hauled off from where you're at now to New Hampshire. Yeah, that's going to... That's oh, a yeah, little no, bit, definitely. but I mean, shoot. If it works out for you guys, then best of luck to both of you, really. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I'd, I'd offer for you to go up there, but I don't. I think we'd probably just have to like put you in the sub-basement. I'd be happy with anywhere I'm at. I'd be happy in the freaking... Uh, like in a cellar or like... <laughs> we're going we're gonna to put you in the Harry Potter crawl space, dude. <laughs> You could you could put me in the pantry and I'll be happy. <laughs> well, yeah, because you need all our fucking food. Yeah. All, all I need is food and I'm okay. Give me food in a bathroom and I'm okay. <laughs> the pantry's not a bathroom. Zach. Well, as long as I can walk to the bathroom, I'm okay. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, uh, all right. Or a um, I think that's. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, but yes, uh, on the note of me getting my teeth worked on, however, before I forget, um, my dentist actually, or my hygienist, I guess, because they are two different things, she recommended a water pick. I bought one, and I gotta say, it actually is pretty nice. Um, they're a tad expensive. Now, what exactly is a water pick? So, a water pick is, um, you like it's a little like kind of tub thing that now they have two different forms they have one of them that's a wireless that uh has a charging dock and then they have one that's not a wireless that's a little bit more expensive but it has a bigger reservoir for water Mm -hmm. which that's the one i got just mainly because like it's big it's out there like i'm not going to lose track of it and it had a lot more attachments so like it's a toothbrush too which is kind of nice in my opinion um but basically what you do with it is after you brush, you know, just like normal, um, you take it and it's like part of its function is to floss between your teeth, but it's also to hit down around your gums so it gets out like that nasty stuff that builds up like underneath the gum line. Okay, I may need one of those. Yeah, it, it actually, it's been working really well for me. Like the only thing is, is when you're using it, like it even says on the package that like you have to like hold your head over the sink and just let the water keep running out of your mouth because if you don't, then um, literally you'll drown. You, you just like yeah, well, you just have a mouthful of water and then you just have to <laughs> spit it all out like. <laughs> but um, the thing is though is you, whenever you're doing it, you're just standing there like looking down. You feel like one of those throw up fountains. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you're just kind of standing there with like water just gushing out of your mouth and you're just like. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, um, how would you feel if like one it, of your family members just came up and like like just flicked a penny or a quarter like in the sink like made a wish 
Uh, it'd probably go down the sinkhole, and then I'd look at him and be like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> what the fuck? But yeah, um, that did give me a thought, though, that it's like, what is it about, like, what are those mouth fountains, like, that do squirt out water all the time? What did they see that, like, now they're just throwing up for eternity? What kind of unholy abomination <laughs> caused that? Um, like... I know this. I, I think I think I know it would turn me into a constant throw up fountain. Uh, are you allowed to talk about it? I I will. All I have to say is just these few words, and you'll completely understand what I'm saying. All right, lay it on me. All right, uh, Nikocado Avocados OnlyFans. Uh, okay, no offense to old Nikocado, but yeah, I I don't know if I would. Check out an OnlyFans to literally see somebody getting fucked no. in the pussy. No, me neither. Uh, I hear he's pretty hung, but I don't want to see his butthole. <laughs> I just. But you want to see his dick? No, I don't want. I don't even want to see his dick either. Like I, I hardly can stand watching Nikocado Avocado as it is. Like I, I think the guy's losing it, and I. Just... I, I think I think he literally like, and this is not to be offensive or anything. I do think that he does that he did have an actual kind of mental breakdown. Oh yeah, you know he had to. But because like if you watch like his earliest videos and what he is now, it's like it is like looking at two different completely people. I mean, not just because of size wise, but I'm talking like mentally, he looks like two different people in, in a mental, mm-hmm. two different yeah, mental states. Yeah. So there had to be some sort of something that happened to him, some sort of trauma that happened to him that made him the way he is now. Yeah, definitely. Also, again, I want to apologize to people. I haven't eaten all day. My pizza just got here. So if you hear me chewing or anything, it's my bad. <laughs> yeah, I also want to apologize too because like I've been inside of a house full of dust and it's stuffy. So if you hear me breathing through my mouth pretty heavily, I am terribly sorry. But that's the only way I can. Like I'm trying to breathe <laughs> through my nose, but it's stuffed. Yeah, I'm trying to breathe through my nose. What? <laughs> you fucking pig! Stop it. <laughs> well, I guess with that, you want to move on to our next segment? <laughs> yes, of course. Let's get, the right. hell out, let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> get out of here. <laughs> Hello, what's this? Hello. Hello, Mo. You better come right over. You're missing one of the biggest things in your life. Fun. What do you call that fun? That was boring. All right, everybody, here's that next part of the show that we all love called Things You Need to Know. Now, this is that special segment where we like to take three random or obscured facts, and we like to kind of tell you about it, and at the same time, add our own little comedic value to it. So, Charles, what you got for me, my my, my special best friend? Um, Well, my beautiful baby boy, you know how I was just talking about fountains? Yes. Well, that got me into thinking about the pissing fountains. You know, I'm that's, sure everyone knows about right the good now. old about the good old pissing fountains. Yep, uh, yep. I, I I immediately have flashbacks to Austin Powers. Uh, was it Gold Member? Uh, probably. Where he's like he's sitting there eating asparagus and like pissing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, but, sorry to interrupt you. Keep going. Oh no! Well, it did just make me think. Like, why the hell do you see all these fountains lying around, like everywhere? Of just like kids pissing like into the water now 
Um, I did look it up. Part of it is uh, just what you would think. Is it's like you know, little little boys they pee at anywhere, like anywhere that they find. Like if they have to take a pee, they're gonna go pee. They don't care. Like a dog. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> like I actually remember whenever I was a little kid, we were at the playground one time. I had to go, and so literally I ran behind a bench because I thought like people couldn't see me if I was behind a bench, and I just started being. <laughs> and I like then the teacher was like was like you need to ask to go to the bathroom i was like but i gotta go now <laughs> <laughs> can i go now because i'm already going exactly <laughs> but um <laughs> oh, uh, basically it's um the best name that i i think is uh pissing putty i like that name I, I may not be pronouncing that right that's it's some form i like it just like that but it's based on sprites or spiritelli, seen in Renaissance art, and originally from Greek sources, i.e. male youth representing tang tangible embodiments sorry, I burped, of what are typically abstract concepts. The most common of which, to most viewers, is a type of sprite or spiritello, is the spiritello de amore, or the love sprite, associated with Cupid or love. Um... An art historian, Sarah McCam, has noted that the young age of these putty, and thus their innocence, is, quote-unquote, the perfect vehicle to manifest the uncontrollable and irrational bodily sensations that are spurred by powerful feelings. I thought you were about to say that they were known for giving golden showers. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> basically, it's just kind of like you explained, or just kind of like I explained earlier, is that, uh, like, little kids are innocent yet also wildly unpredictable true so the fact that you would have a um the fact that you would have like one of them peeing into into the water um sprites are actually seen as for some reason little water sprites pissing is associated with purity and good water so like they would do that because apparently it seemed like mm, if a water spirit pisses in your water then your water has to be clean mmm <laughs> I just think I just think some sicko saw a little boy peeing in his base and took a drink of it and said, "Yeah, no, it's not half bad." Yeah, I'm gonna make a fountain out of it now. <laughs> yeah, I'll make a fountain. Gonna be a fountain of a bunch of people with their dicks out, though. I want to see one that's got an echidna with four dicks pissing out. <laughs> <laughs> the water's just going all over the place. You can't control the like flow. Just, like you have like knuckles just like laying on his back, like you know pointing at you and he's like you just see like four <laughs> streams going in different directions no matter where you walk he's giving you a thumbs up <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting on top of the of the master chaos emblem <laughs> please somebody make that i will pay you money <laughs> no, to make that for me don't ask, please don't please ask people to make, make that, that for me i will pay whatever it costs to make that <laughs> Uh, okay, but it has to be a real emerald, though. You can't pussy out and yeah. put like a fake emerald underneath. Yeah, underneath if you really knuckles. want the, if you really want my money, my hard-earned money, you need to, you need to really go all out on this fountain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's disgusting. Okay, give all us right. your first one. God dang. <laughs> uh, so, my first fact is about wee poles. And uh, if you don't know what a wee pole is, uh, if you ever look at some people's houses. In between the bricks, there's like a small little sliver of concrete missing where it's like a hole that goes into the house. 
And I noticed these when I was doing pest control. Now I was sitting there thinking like, what the hell is a wheat hole for? Because I have to spray those every once in a while. So a weep hole is a, or a weep brick, is a small opening that allows water to drain within the, an assembly. Weep holes are located at the bottom of the object to allow drainage. The weep hole must be sized accurately, er, ac I can't even pronounce words today. They must be sized correctly to overcome surface tension. <laughs> and basically, they're also... The, my joke here I was going to put was they're also perfect for letting insects in your home because I can't count mm -hmm. how many times I've had to deal with, with ants and spiders and centipedes, millipedes going in the weep holes and I have to spray them. I think I've seen those before. It's mostly on like, or predominantly on like older houses, right? Where like the foundation is mainly stone. It's either on older houses or it, it's on like the really rich homes. Like hmm. uh, I've seen them, I've seen them on rich homes and also like office buildings and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, hmm. that's interesting. But yeah, no, I can definitely see that putting a lot of bugs in your home. Oh yeah, because I mean, it's just it's a straight up entrance for them. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that, that's hell, I'd expect to find raccoons and shit in my house. If I had Hell, one of those. I thought you were about to say I can expect a raccoon fit through that small son of a bitch of a weep hole. Oh, yeah. I mean, raccoons can fit in very small spaces. That's why there's the whole joke that a very determined raccoon could get up your asshole if it wanted to. Two of them, actually. Two of them? Wow, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear about that one. Yeah, if you do the math, two raccoons can fit up your ass. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Not that I recommend it anybody, but if it does happen... If it really tickles picture. your pickle, um, yeah, exactly. Send us some video evidence. Send us a video, but if you do send us a video, please be over the age of 18. And also, um, blur out yourself. Just have the raccoons. Yeah, we just want we just want to see the raccoons happy and cozy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's always good to see a good happy family. Okay, so moving on. <laughs> um, the other thing I've been I've been watching a lot of like kung fu fight scenes on YouTube and stuff lately. I don't know. It's just I get into moods where I'm like, oh yeah, kung fu, like fun to watch. Um, oh, and and, oh, yeah. and going along with uh, with my penis. Um, with my uh -huh. penis analogies so far, I was curious because Kill Bill, good movie, uh -huh. um, really long movie considering that it has two parts, but if you watch it, then the guy who plays Bill, I can't remember his name right now, and I'm just going to be too lazy to look it up, but he died of autoerotic asphyxiation. They found him in a hotel room, uh, belt around his neck, and, you know, naked, so they ruled it like that, yeah, he died of autoerotic asphyxiation because he passed out and then wasn't able to get any air in. Well, at least he died happy. <laughs> I guess. You know? Um, it'd be, a, it'd be a way that, like, you wouldn't really notice that you die, like, because you're kind of, like, losing that oxygen slowly, and I guess you're doing it while you're jacking off, so you just kind of fall asleep due to lack of air. So, like, it, I, I guess it's not, like, a terrible way to go, but Sound I don't like think... Me. I wouldn't want people to find me in a hotel room like that. Like, you know, God rest his soul. Like, you can do whatever you want, like, in the like in the privacy of your own hotel room or in the privacy of your own home. But just don't get caught with your dick in your hands when you die. That's all I'm saying. Or but, do. <laughs> and rock it. You know what I mean? If you're yeah. going to do it, you might as well go ahead and just own up to it. Be sure to put a hat on that says, I wanted you to find me like this. Yeah, this and was make, my dream. And make sure to put it on the little head, not your big head. Take pictures. Um, 
they're not gonna be able to take pictures if they're dead, dude. By the way, don't kill yourself. Um, but if you do, no. <laughs> but I thought about it. I was like, huh? They I have suicide they... boosts now in Hawaii <laughs> that you can <laughs> shut the fuck up, Zach. <laughs> But it made me wonder, what is the mortality rate of autoerotic asphyxia errs? I don't know what you So we were talking about this earlier, and I wanted to make a guess. Yeah, okay, Um, you can make your guess now. Like, what do you think it is? So before I make my guess, this is statistically proven. This is a statistics for this year, or for at least a year. Yeah, for one year in the United States only, yes. Okay, and how many people are in the United States again? Uh, A little over 7 billion, I believe, at the moment. Okay, so I'm going to guess... I'm actually not sure. Like, I'd have to look that up. I haven't looked up U.S. Um, Can I guess... Or I'm going to guess around... Oh, God. Because the last number I gave you was low. So I want to give you maybe around 2,300. All right. Now, that is that is actually high. Um, the range... like It's believed that autoerotic asphyxia deaths range from 250 to 1,000 deaths per year, depending on the year. A lot Um, of kinky fuckers out there. There are some smaller estimates that believe it more to be around the range of 160, citing that some of those autoerotic asphyxia deaths could be linked to just suicide. But but the most generally accepted numbers are around 250 to 1,000 people a year choke themselves with their dick in their hands, and it goes wrong. And that is actually in a I'm review. I'm eventually going to be one of those people. And that is in a review of all public case, all published cases of autoerotic deaths from 1954 to 2004. Good God. And it also reported that autoerotic death practitioners are predominantly Caucasian males. <laughs> what the hell is it with what the hell is it with white boys and like putting themselves at risk like that? I mean, well, I'm a white boy, but I, I don't I, I don't know, man. Like, the thing is, you need to be smart about it, okay? So if you, as a listener, practice autoerotic asphyxiation, let me give you some advice for when you do it so you don't die, okay? You don't tie, you don't tie something to, like, the rafter or to a bar above you. What you need to do is you put whatever it is that you're using to choke yourself over the bar... And then you hold it with the other hand, and you hold it up just hard enough that it makes you, like, lightheaded. The, the thing is, what this does is, one, you can release at any time if you start to feel scared. And what it does for you is if you pass out, you're going to let go, and you're just going to fall to the floor, and you'll be fine. Can you just watch porn and jack off and be okay with that? Just oh, also, that I also uh, just real quick, I do not practice autoerotic asphyxiation, but that's the safe way to do it. <laughs> Remember. If you're going to engage in yeah, your sexual yeah, take fantasies... take the advice from somebody who doesn't do it. If you're going to take your sexual fantasies on the road, <laughs> then just be sure you're being safe about it. Yes, please, uh, practice some safety with your disgusting geekiness. Practice safety um, with your choking kink. And and don't, don't contact us and let us know what your kinks and fetishes are. I don't want to know. Unless, um... Unless, uh, like, it's, you know, interesting, an interesting story that happened because of it. And only if you're 18 or up. Yes, I don't want to hear... Okay. Anyway, moving (laughs) on. (laughs) I got my next fact here is about vacuum cleaners. Uh, So vacuum cleaners were originally horse-drawn. 
One of the earliest known vacuum cleaners was a lar- was so large that it had hauled from house to house via horse-drawn carriage. Uh, its giant horses were uh, popped through the windows of customers and gas-powered motor generated. The suction that pulled the dirt and debris into glass containers were overlooked could... I don't, I don't even know what they're trying to say here. But anyways, basically, basically they I were think huge. They, yeah, I think they mean they could overlook what was sucked up so that if something yeah. went in that shouldn't have, then they could get it out really quickly. I didn't read over these before we started recording, and plus I've been drinking, so we're okay. <laughs> uh, my joke here is uh, I'm waiting for an octopus-inspired vacuum where it has multiple suction uh, tubes so you can have more than one person in the house help you clean. Yeah, no, I mean, I could see that if it's that big. That actually, that Rocco's Modern Life episode makes a lot more sense to me now where they bought that vacuum and it was like as big as the house. Yeah. That actually makes I mean, sense about, to me now. Think about how long it would take for you to fill that fucker up. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it was probably a, um, like, they'd bring it out, like, they'd clean a house. They'd probably clean, like, five houses with that with that sucker before they like went back also i have the hiccups gosh today is just full of like literal and hypothetical hiccups in speech it's okay it's okay <laughs> not every episode is going to be perfect except for episode 10 um episode 10 we are gonna have a giveaway of no, zach's socks i thought you were gonna say something else but i'm glad you didn't <laughs> I don't. I'm not gonna ask. You know what? Let's just keep going. Yeah, don't don't ask. Don't ask. But episode ten. Before we move on, episode ten will be a special episode. Um, every ten episodes in the podcast, and I never mentioned this until now, but every ten episodes, we're gonna have, or every tenth episode, we're gonna have new topics and segments that we're gonna be breaking into rather than the usual so Mm -hmm. every 10th episode is a special episode with new topics and segments yep and depending on if um we do like just kind of something off the wall and it ends up being very popular it may be integrated into the show as a whole like we'll just have to see yeah all right Uh, things can still change at this point but i'm I'm done with my horse vacuum uh (laughs) you're wait a minute what'd you say me. <laughs> okay, <laughs> my, my my last one here um, again goes into uh, <laughs> goes into more penis facts. Oh great! So my favorite. We all know how we have the clap, right? Mm-hmm. You know, a, like a thing for gonorrhea, they call it the clap, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, I've also been curious because, um, like you why know, why is it's, it called a clap? Yeah, yeah. Like, why did they call it the clap? Like whenever you know, like you don't, we don't really have names like that for a lot of other. Because I, I highly doubt when somebody gets it, they're gonna be, they're be sitting going, "Oh, I got it." Okay, well, um, let me like let me give you both the reasons here. So, mm-hmm. um, in in France, the word an old French word for brothel was clapier or clapier, clapier. clapier. I don't know clapier. how to say. I don't know how to speak French, but um, it was an old French word for brothel. So. Whenever people would go to these brothels, more often than not, they would catch gonorrhea. Ah. Because, you know, you have a lot of women in there that like, and it's a very easily spread STD. So you would end up with a lot of people getting it. Um, likewise, it, like, 
In an attempt to get soldiers overseas to not visit whorehouses slash engage in sex with unknown women, rumors were spread that it was called the clap as a method to fix it without a doctor was to, quote-unquote, clap your penis between two bricks to break up the infected tissue. Yes. So... I've yeah, heard about this. Yeah, imagine uh, imagine being overseas and you got that in there and it's hurting you and then, you're, then your drill sergeant or whatever comes over and he just slams a brick down on your penis. Yeah, I, from what I've heard it was like some people would take a hammer and they oh, would yeah. like start clapping it against your dick and it would break it up and get it out and it was like, uh, how about you just don't fuck anything in sight? Yeah, you know, just, just don't go to a whorehouse if you if like for real if if you don't know what you're getting yourself into. Literally, I have a funny story to share about this with about somebody I know, not me, uh, but somebody mm-hmm. I know, and I don't want to give the names out. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, completely anonymous. Okay, yeah. Um, sure. So this person had struck a bet with one of his friends that he couldn't have sex with more than 15 girls in one night. And so he took that challenge and sure enough, he had sex with over 18 girls in one night, one night. Well, a couple of weeks later, something started happening. He started getting the clap. He got the clap. And so he started calling up every fucking girl on his phone like bitch you gave me the clap and then hung up and then called the next girl doing the exact same thing and i was sitting there and told him i was like well to be fair you had sex with that many women in one night what did you think was going to happen yeah that's that's one of those things where it's just like even one is too much for me come on yeah, I feel like at that point, like, you just, you, you had to, like, take a lot of Viagra, and you're like, okay, little buddy, we got three hours, let's go. <laughs> Alright, let's go, come on, we gotta get the best out of this while we can, let's go. <laughs> I'm so tired! No, you're not, stay up. <laughs> it's just like that fucking, uh, it's like the, like, it's like the joke in Futurama. <sighs> The spirit is willing, but the flesh is spongy and bruised. I love that episode. Is that the one where they, they made Snoo Snoo? Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that episode. But yeah, that's interesting. The clap. Uh, yeah. Is there statistics about the clap? Um, There is not, because that would be a HIPAA violation, actually, to report the uh, statistics of uh, STD that's true, prevalence. That's true. All right, well, we'll move on. Uh, Moving on from the clap now, we'll move on to uh, Alfred Hitchcock. Um, Alfred Hitchcock was frightened of eggs. The master of suspense, who terrified audience with movies like Psycho and The Birds, considered himself an ovophobe? I guess that's what it says, ovophobe? Someone frightened of eggs. Alfred Hitchcock explained to an interview in 1963, I'm frightened of eggs. Worse than frightened, they revolt me. The white round thing without any holes, and when you break it inside, there's that yellow thing, which is the yolk, (laughs) round without any holes. Blood is... I don't know what this part is. Anyways, my joke is, I'm surprised that he never made a horror movie about being in the womb. Alfred Hitchcock, the womb. (laughs) I mean, to be fair, if he was actually terrified of it, I guess he wouldn't be able to make a like a movie about eggs. I guess not. Like, I think that would actually 
like frightened him the whole time. Yeah, like that, like that's the only thing I can think is that it makes sense that like he wouldn't have made one. Now the birds, like I, it would have been funny if like birds were just flying over top of people, fucking just dropping shitting out eggs. eggs. On them. Yeah. Like just, egg uh, and people were like, "Fuck, gross, gross, fuck." <laughs> Ew, bird eggs. <laughs> but yeah, that's my fact. Alfred oh, Hitchcock was afraid gracious. of eggs. <laughs> so right. with that, I guess we'll move on to our next segment. Good news, everyone. It's called fake news. And the next segment, as we all know, is the news you can't use. Mm-hmm. So, and this is the one where each of us have a news article that we found from fairly recently. It could be a little older, like if it's interesting, but normally it's going to be from more recent times. Things that not everybody hears, things that not everybody's aware of. Thus, we don't really think it's going to pertain to you in your daily life. Hallelujah. So, uh, Zach, Amen. would you like to give us your, your news topic? Yeah, um... Keep in mind, there's a lot to read here, and I'm kind of buzzed, so if my reading <laughs> oh, no. is am not so good, uh, I will try to fix it the best I can in post. Me fail English? That's impossible! My English is not am good at the moment. So, um... <laughs> okay, my news article is, Turkey crashes through window, ransacks Connecticut home. On April 2nd, a Connecticut family received a shock when the turkey crashed through the window and left a path of destruction through their home. Sema, Sammy... What the fuck? It's their name. His name's Sammy. Of West Norwalk uh, said that she and her daughter, Scarlett Six, were making uh, a dessert pizza when the turkey smashed through the dining room window. Right before we saw a couple of turkeys walking in the yard... And two minutes later, one flew through the window, uh, and they basically told, they basically said to the insider, "I don't know what was happening. I saw a turkey on the floor and heard glass breaking. So it was so loud, it sounded like the movie when someone crashed through a window." Well, oh, beautiful. The, she began. She also stated that um, the turkey fought with her Jack Russell Terrier uh, and <laughs> rampaged through the kitchen, living room, dining room, and her husband. Uh, attempting to catch it. The couple ended up calling the Norwalk Police Department for help. The officer, Andrew Ronsai... Uh, I'm gonna just... The officer responded to the home. Uh... <laughs> yeah, they, they captured the turkey. They brought it back outside. They released it. Yeah. It, it, just, it caused just open help the, for the Just open the front and back door and start chasing it that way. <laughs> Get your gun. You know what I mean? Do not uh, shoot inside of your house. People. Get the gun or get a hatchet. <laughs> get the and shovel, kill dear. The fucking turkey. Oh man, that's You have dinner ready to go. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> yeah, I I, I, oh, I read this and I laughed so hard. I was like fucking turkey crashing through the window. <laughs> Jason yeah. their fucking dog. Yeah, that's oof, that would suck. I mean, I guess it's not the worst thing to come crashing through your window, but yeah, I mean, it could be a lot worse. Yeah, like Bobcat or something could have jumped in. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, that's that's nuts, though. I, I would love that. That would be the best. That'd be like a highlight of my day. <laughs> you could blank- sit there and go to people at work and be like, so you wouldn't believe what happened to me this week. 
Yeah, no, exactly. Like, I, the thing is, the way that you catch a turkey like that, if it's inside your house, is you make a false barrier that scares it into a corner. So you just pick up a blanket, like, hold it up so that it thinks it's a wall, and then walk it towards the door. Or, when it, <laughs> or if you corner it, throw the blanket on top of it, and then catch it. Yeah, exactly. But don't get near a bird's face. Birds are actually surprisingly dangerous if you get your fingies near their, their beak. Oh, yeah. Like, fuck birds, dude. I I, I won't uh, deal with birds. I hate birds. I, I love birds. Birds are funny to me. I like. I hate birds. Now, birds are very bird-brained, as the term states. So, like, they will bite you for little to no reason, like, sometimes. But Oh, yeah. I know that for a fact because as I was helping my dad today move his stuff out, uh, his ex-wife has three birds, two cockatiels, and one, I don't know what it is. It's like a small blue bird. But both of them... They, they, they were curious, and they wanted to see me, but every time I tried to put my finger up to them, they're like, I'm going to bite the fuck out of you. And, of course, yeah. they did. And I was like, you little fucking shit. Like, I hate birds. I hate them. So I used to have a cockatiel, and every time I made a recording, I would just hear that bird just chirp in the background. And I don't like having birds. I don't like them. I know people love birds, but I don't. I'm just not a bird guy. Yeah. No, I hear you. I mean, Plus they're loud. Like I, I even have customers. Sorry, I know you're getting ready to read yours. No, 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 no. I, I was just gonna say. I mean, uh, let's agree, to disagree. I, I like birds. I think they're fun. They okay. I was just gonna say. I have customers. They have like two large birds that are so loud. Like you just hear them in the background, just going. Arr! And I'm just like, what the <laughs> fuck? Of course, they have like six dogs, four cats, three birds. And, like, every time the dogs start barking, you just hear the birds in the background going, Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> it's so funny. But I, I honestly could not live in that environment. I would go insane. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Like, oof. Oh, uh... Anyways. Yeah. Uh, guess, guess what my last... Uh, guess what my news article is about? Um, tell me it is about the Goonies. Um, it's another penis-related one. Kind of. <laughs> See, we got a theme going on today. With you. I always have a theme. Come on. Okay. <laughs> today so, is about penis. So, um, this last one right here, uh, you know, last one as in the last penis fact that I have for everyone. You I'm can just going to name any... this episode penis. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, any, any Canadian viewers are probably aware of this, but for those of us here in America, um, Ottawa, Ontario, a Canadian Parliament member was caught stark naked in a virtual meeting of the House of Commons. William Amos, who has represented the Quebec District of Pontiac since 2015, appeared in the screens of his fellow lawmakers completely naked on Wednesday. The pandemic has met many Canadian lawmakers participating in sessions via video conference instead of in person. Uh, a screenshot obtained by the Canadian press shows Amos standing behind a desk between the Quebec and Canadian flags, his private parts hidden by what appears to be a mobile phone in one hand. This was an unfortunate error, Amos said in a statement sent by email. My video was accidentally turned on as I was changing into my work clothes after going for a jog. I sincerely apologize to my colleagues in the House of Commons for this unintentional distraction. Obviously, it was an honest mistake, and it won't happen again. <laughs> Of course it won't. This led to Claude de Belfoulet, de Belfoulet, uh, I don't know how you pronounce that, Canadians, tell me, 
A legislator for the opposition Bloc Quebecois party raised the incident in a point of order after question period, suggesting that parliamentary decorum requires male parliament members to wear, quote-unquote, a jacket and tie and a shirt, underwear, and trousers. Speaker Anthony Rota later thanked de Befuil for her observations and clarified that while he had not seen anything, he checked with some technicians and confirmed that they did. He reminded lawmakers to always be <laughs> vigilant when they are near a camera and microphone. Thankfully, however, uh, this I'm just kind of going for, like, I'm just kind of paraphrasing. Um, he was not talking at the time, so the general public did not uh, see him. However, I really feel bad for the fact that somebody sent a picture in of him walking around naked in his house. Like, it's like, wow, you guys are kind of jerks. Who the hell took that picture? <laughs> what a bunch of assholes. Exactly. Well, and that's my whole thing, is that it said that the video was not shown to the public in any way because of the fact that he wasn't speaking at the time. And yet, like, so another parliament member had to screen cap this and send it in. <laughs> Be like, hey, here you go. We found this guy. Um, he was naked during the obsession. I hope you enjoy it. I did. <laughs> that, that reminds but, me, like, yeah. have you ever seen those videos of, like, because, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people are, like, staying and working at home now, and they have to, like, do meetings through Zoom. But oh, there's, yeah. like, there's so many videos now on the Internet of people who, like, go to, like, Zoom meetings, and <laughs> they're, like, they forgot that they left their cam on. And oh, so yeah. they, like, start, like, watching porn or, like, taking off their pants or doing something inappropriate in the background. And people are, like, mm -hmm. uh, 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 how do we remove him from chat? Uh, somebody figure it out. Please hurry quick. I think the worst one I ever saw was um, from a college class that was doing their stuff online. And one of the girls thought she had her camera turned off, so she went to the bathroom and she started to poop. <laughs> and the teacher was like, um, whatever your name is, you have your camera on. And then, like, you just see her reach forward real quick, grab her laptop screen and slam it down. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just had people in the chat they're like oh poor whatever her name is and people were laughing but you could also tell that people like were, gener were genuinely like oh god like I really hope that doesn't happen to me yeah that would be I don't know though I'd be like well you're all staying for the ride here we go enjoy yeah oh. That'd be like just letting you know, one day it's going to happen. One day one day you and Alex are going to be sitting there talking to me on Discord. And I'm going to be taking a shit. And I'm not going to give a fuck. And you're <laughs> just going to be sitting there listening to me shit. Uh, I, don't know if I'm, I don't know if I like the sound of that. You're, you won't even know what the sound is until you hear it. But uh, with that, I guess it's time to move on to our guest segment. Hey, dude. Want to talk? So everyone, this next part's the guest segment where we have a guest on the show. Our guest this week is going to be our good friend Alex again. Hey, How are Alex. You doing, Alex? Uh, I'm doing good. Are you? You sure? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it at so, that. So Alex, what have you been into this week? Anything new? Anything exciting? You're moving up to New Hampshire. Well, how did that? How did that visit go? How do you know about that? You told me that. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, I mean, I wasn't stalking you. <laughs> I wasn't reading your blog, I swear. No, nah, I wasn't. Uh, 
Just, uh, just so, um, uh, guest segment over. Let's, um, uh, <laughs> just cut Mike. <laughs> well, good night, everybody. <laughs> no, it, it went fine. We just gotta do more work on the house than we thought. But it's, you know, painting and stuff like that, so it's nothing too bad. Does the area look like an area that you would, uh, be happy to, uh, to just kind of be hanging out in? I mean, yes and no. It's pretty much wilderness, kind of, kind of. Oh, There's the mountain man. E. Alex said on like I don't remember which episode it was, but he said he likes being out like where there's plenty of space. Yeah, it's uh, I don't like. I do like suburbia stuff because I do like the convenience and the fact that people are there, but I do also like n- no one being there. Yeah. So, kind of trying to find the um, the perfect combination is kind of hard sometimes. And I think up in the area where I'll be is pretty good because you're close to a college and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Charles can have the pink room. Yeah. It's not pink. It's a what was it? <laughs> it's a light a light peach. That sounds just, like pink to me, bro. Just make it pink. Just give him, like, Pepto-Bismol Barbie pink and just say that's his room. <laughs> oh, because that would go very terrible with the other gray colors. Yeah, but it's Charles' Honestly, room we're talking about. I, I, I'd be okay with a hot pink room. Because it's only hot pink if the lights are on. It'd help out with your streams. Yeah. I don't need to wake up hearing I'm a Barbie girl, okay? <laughs> no, yeah, that, that'd be my alarm every morning. <laughs> uh, I'd buy a huge speaker set just so I could blast it through the whole house. Well, other than that, uh, how you been, man? Like, have you been playing any new games or anything lately? Uh, I mean, I was playing Outriders on the uh, PlayStation. But I got hit with the uh, the inventory wipe bug. Oh no! Uh-oh. Yeah, so I'm just waiting. I mean, I'm still playing on like other characters, but the main character that I was on that was at Endgame, I just can't use until they uh, get it fixed and everything. Gotcha. So, like, are they able to fix it, or are you just completely just have to start over and fucked? Uh, they say they can fix it. They've been... I've been watching their Twitter, and they've been posting daily. They, um... Think they have the, uh... The cause of the problem down. And they think they've put the patch out, so they're just gonna be watching for, like... I think this weekend. And then on Monday, they're gonna release more information on when they might be able to do, like, a restoration of all the characters and everything. Because it's a lot of people that are affected by this. Mm, yeah, I can see how that can be frustrating. Yeah, that's a bit ridiculous. Yeah, but I mean, when when they first found out about it and they put their fix for it and it made it worse, it's one of those. <laughs> yeah, it 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 oh, seems no. like it's a tad bit like more complicated than people think. <laughs> Hey guys, we fixed it. They made it worse this time. <laughs> well, I lost it, my levels. 
Well, I don't know. It's just it's one of those things where when they were talking about it, because some of the characters, like okay, the character that I have, I cannot play because when you log into them, they'll immediately disconnect from the server, and that's because their inventory isn't showing up, and the game is trying to register the inventory, but it can't, so it thinks it's invalid, so it disconnects it. Ugh. Jeez. So it's this weird... It has to do with the way that they had their autosave system up. Because the way that it happened was... You join a game online... And then um, your character joins in without any clothes on. Like, you don't see any of your gear because it's loading. But if you get disconnected while it's loading... It autosaves when you disconnect. So it saves your character like that, and then it just like completely screws you over. Ooh, yeah, gross. That's not good. At, at least all. that's how I understand it. Have you guys ever played like a game where it's like you make progress, but you're you're like playing on an online multiplayer game, and then like they have to do like a backtrack or like what is it called where they like they reverse it from like a year or a month before? So every progress that you've made within that month or that year is completely gone, and you have to start from that previous state. I, I've never had that happen <clears throat> on a game, but I can see where they have to do resets like that. I've had, yeah. I've had that happen to me on Endless Online, but during that time, there was a lot of bad stuff going on, and... The servers were so crowded, and there were so many hackers and scammers about that they had to do a complete like reset or back or rewind for like they did one that was like the 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 latest they did was like a year, and so like I get on, I'm like, where the fuck is all my stuff? And then I read the announcements like, yeah, we had to take everybody back a year. I'm like. Are you fucking shitting me? Do you not realize how long it takes to level up in this game? Oh, yeah. Because it is a grind in this game. But I see why they did it. and it. But I knew it wasn't going to fix the problem. You know, it was Well, just at least now it. you have the knowledge. Yeah, that's You can true. do what you did faster. Exactly. <laughs> what about you? Uh, what have you been playing lately, Charles? Um... Been been on a friend server, uh, <laughs> Minecraft, <laughs> RLcraft. Um, it's fun, but dang, is it cheap sometimes? Because you literally, sorry, go on. I was gonna say I don't know what RLcraft is, so what is it? Any for any listener out there who knows what RLcraft is, they'll be able to back me up that it's a very cheap one. Like, the thing is, when you first start is the hardest. Once you get a knife made and you're able to get a few rudimentary things done, you're okay. But, like, even still, you just have, like, random things where, like, you'll be mining. And this giant rock monster will break out of the wall because, like, I guess you've broken too many stones. And it'll start trying to beat your head in with a rock. Or you'll be, like, farming and you'll be, like, cutting a whole bunch of crops... And then this uh, dickhead made of grass and wood will fly out of, like, your fucking carrots. And you're like, dude, get out of my carrot patch. And he starts trying to kill you with a laser beam. <laughs> <laughs> and so, again, you beat the crap out of him. Like, you dent his soft spot and throw him back underground where he belongs. But 
essentially it's just a hardcore mod pack where it's like every little thing that you do has to be kind of um has to be like kind of metered and has to be like a decision base especially if you're going to the ocean like if you're on the land and you get a good spawn you won't be bothered by too much like you'll actually be fairly fine but depending on where you spawn like if you go to a jungle biome for instance there are literally gorillas in the jungle that will literally throw shit at you to like try and kill shit. you like actual shit like, yes, or just like, stuff. like they like they actually shit in their head and they throw it at you can i just say now before you continue is this is the reason why i don't go to zoos i fucking hate going to zoos for that reason well, they train them to not do that. Dude, it's a gorilla. They don't fucking care what if you tell them I know, them but it seems like shit. every time I go visit the gorilla, there's always a gorilla throwing shit at someone, <laughs> and it always comes what near do? my area. You're what zoo like, are you going to where the main attraction is shit freaking gorilla? You're talking like you're going to one zoo and they have one gorilla. And that one <laughs> it's gorilla, that one just, angry gorilla that hates him. everybody and throws his shit at people. You go and visit this one gorilla every time you go to the zoo and every time he throws shit at you. But then the next time you go, you say, hmm, maybe he won't this time. The one time he doesn't throw shit at me, I'm going to be really surprised. Like, I, like everybody asks me, like, let's go see the gorillas. I'm like, no, no, you guys go ahead. Maybe I'm he gonna... just doesn't like you. I, you know, and I wondered that too because it's been like that ever since I was like in like grade school. Like when we were like in kindergarten, this gorilla always threw shit at us, and I remember he actually hit one of the kids in our class too, like right in the face, shit in the face, and <laughs> That's I. Kinda uh... funny. <laughs> it was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, it's like I really fucking hate gorillas now. But uh, <laughs> the only the only monkey I like in the zoo is the um, the howler monkeys because they all sound like they have a big secret. You know, they're all sitting there going ooh 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 ooh. <laughs> I was like, what do you guys know? I'm glad you don't play games with me and some of my friends because gorilla noises. It's like it's not it's not a Discord chat with them unless a bunch of gorilla noises erupt at one point. I'm okay, with, I'm okay with gorilla no noises, but when I start knowing that you're shitting in your hands, that's when I'm going to have a problem. Okay, yeah. well, I have to find. I'm going to find a secret game. I'm going to traumatize you. <laughs> the gorilla <clears throat> game experience. Yes. Oh god. Oh man. Well, I've been playing a new game lately. I've been playing uh, Oddworld Soulstorms. And that's been a interesting game. Yeah, you were telling me a little bit about that. So you said there's a karma system in this one, which is a little bit odd compared to the rest of them. Yeah, it's really aggressive, actually. So, like, you know, in the normal games, you would be like, it didn't matter if you killed a Slig or a Gluckin or whatever. But the main thing was just make sure you save as many Mudokins as possible to get that good ending. Well, now it's like you need to try to figure out the best way to spare even your foes to try to get a good ending. And I'm sitting there like in some puzzles. I'm like, OK, and let me, let me just give an example. So the second level I'm in, uh, there's like this. There's just moments where you're like how I know you want me to not kill the slig, but how? How do you not want me to kill the slick when that's my only option at this point? Like, I have no other way I can do it. There, 
there's no way I can sneak up behind him while he's active. He's not calming down to where he goes to sleep. I have no choice but to possess him and kill him. And then there's a moment later on the end of the uh, episode two or the second uh, level where you have like you, you ring a bell with your powers and then all of a sudden you just see a bunch of like Mudokins, like 200 Mudokins in this level are climbing up this ladder to get to freedom. Well, all of a sudden nine or 10 slags are coming out of nowhere and they're shooting at your Mudokins and you're like, fuck that's like one shot already kills like six Mudokins. So by the end of level two, I, I have like less than half of the Mudokins left. And I'm like, well, there goes my karma system. I'm fucked. Like, I, I'm definitely not going to get a good ending after this. That's for damn sure. It's fun. Yeah. The cutscenes are amazing. The story is great. The level design is a perfect. However, it's hard as fuck. Like, and I, I should expect that from an Oddworld game. I should completely expect that. It's just, good God, how do you expect me to get a good ending? Because you made it so fucking hard. Yeah. But it's good. It's good. I do. I recommend. I recommend this game to anybody. If you like the Odd World games, if you like Abe's Exodus and Abe's Odyssey, Muncher's Odyssey, Stranger's Wrath, you should definitely check out this game. It's a good game. Yeah, I've always liked uh, the Odd World games. Speaking of, um, just because, just while we're on the topic, we may actually be doing a little bit of some let's playing or a little bit of uh, some streaming of some of the Odd World games here fairly soon. I would love to do that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll reveal more on that as it comes, but we are planning on doing from Abe's Odyssey up to Oddworld Stranger's Wrath. Mm -hmm. I would I've love never to played do those. that. you never played the Oddworld games? Nope. They're they so are good. good. They're hard. They're hardcore. Yeah. Like, Go ahead. The first, actually, um, the first two are very difficult in the way that, like, they're that old, like, PS1 difficulty where it's like you play on like th there's no real difficulty setting as far as I remember it's mm -hmm. just kind of in and you can be a bastard and just not save any Mudokins and just try and speed run it and you'll probably beat the game pretty quick um, oh yeah but the thing is you can't really speed run so it, like in the way that there's a lot of puzzles that you have to like really take your time on there's a lot of points where you're probably going to die because you just learned a new mechanic, but they don't tell you the mechanic. You just yeah, kind of like shadows yeah. in the first one. The first time I ran into that, it took me a little bit to learn the concept of like, okay, some things have shadows that you can hide in. Cool. Yep. Like it's, it's one of those games where it's like each stage, like each part of the stage has its own unique puzzle that you need to figure out. And it starts off easy, but the more and more you keep doing it, you're like, holy crap, like, okay, I have to do this at a specific time. And gotcha. expect to die a lot in these games. Like, th this game, this is one of those games that, like, if you don't die once in this game, then you're a, you're a god. But everybody's going to die more than 100 times in this kind of game. Um, so real quick, Odyssey or Exodus, where Abe gets, like... The fucking crazy powers, like as he goes on, and it actually makes your little like chant like more powerful than just uh, taking over people's minds. Mm -hmm. Like I can't remember which one it was, but there was one of them where they even had the progression system of Abe like 
getting stronger over the course of the game with his spirituality. I know in Odyssey he was able to become a uh, I think was it was it a paramite or a scrab? Um uh, he was um, able to turn into one of those and like just shoot this red lightning out and like that's what held helped him destroy Rupture Farms. I, then, I think that was probably the second one. No, that was the first one. And was it? The, yeah, it was the first one because you were able to destroy everything on that map on that screen at the same time. And then oh, the okay. second one, you just received the ability to not only possess Sligs but everything else as well. And you were able to uh, cure. You were able to cure um, Mudokins from their brew sickness, and also uh, control farts. I'm thinking of two different things now. The first one is uh, the fucking slig, or like whenever you try to take over a slig, and there was the big like um, the big electric ball up there, and it'd shock you, and you're and Abe would just go, Gah! yeah, Gah! or uh, whenever you made a slig explode. And then it, then it would just go back to A.B. and just go, hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now it's like when I play Soulstorm, it's like, I, like there'll be times like you can you can spare them from blowing up so you can like leave their body and not make them blow up. But then when you do make them blow up, like it cuts back to Abe laughing anyways. And I'm just like, fuck, no, I didn't mean <laughs> to do that. I meant to, <laughs> like, I didn't want him to blow up. So now like you can, you can possess them for like maybe like, you know, for as long as you want, but then, like, when you leave their body, they're they're unconscious for like at least a good minute. So you have a good minute to do whatever you whatever you need to do, uh, you know, to try to spare the slig. But it's just like fuck them. They try to shooting at me and my friends anyways. Fuck them. Yeah, I don't understand giving you negative. Like, I, I guess I kind of do. Again, you're supposed to be a spiritual warrior, so maybe it's like some kind of a thing where it's like taking revenge on the underlings isn't going to do you any good. It's like the guys on top that are the problem. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've already seen all the cutscenes. I, I do that anyways. I can care less about spoilers when it comes to games. So I'm just one of those kind of people. It's like, I don't care if I see the cutscenes ahead of time before I play. So I've already watched all the cutscenes, and I could say that no matter what ending you pick, it justifies what you do at the very end, so it's yeah, it's yeah. really well done. Uh, I recommend anybody playing this game. If you've never played an Oddworld game, I wouldn't start with this game first because it's hard. Like It really is hard. There's a lot of new mechanics to the game. It's very hard, and you wouldn't understand the lore and the story behind it. This is basically Abe's Exodus revamped and retold and reimagined how many times I could say it but um, yeah. um I would recommend if you had to start with any odd world game start with Abe's Odyssey new and tasty first because it's a remastered of odd world Abe's Odyssey and it's the first odd world game and it stays true to the entire first game just remastered gotcha that's all I got <laughs> but yeah, I I do uh, I do enjoy the Odd World games, but gosh darn if they're not difficult. Like Munch's Odyssey and Stranger's Wrath are two that are a little less difficult, mainly just because of the fact that it went into a 3D format. Yeah, but they're still hard. Like Stranger's Wrath, I 
remember there was a part in it that I got stuck on for a good bit just because like it you needed to do a lot of things during the during that one part to get like it done well and so I kept restarting it and restarting it and restarting it until I did everything just right which it and but it was one of those things where it was interesting enough and you were invested enough at that point that it didn't feel like they're wasting your time like it was actually worth it kind of to do it now I've never played Stranger's Wrath but I've played a little bit of Munch's, Munch's Odyssey but that's pretty much it but I really, I really like if we do do a let's play on any of these, I really want to do. Um, it, I don't know, I don't, I don't know which game I'd want to do when it comes to either Strangers, Strangers Wrath or Munch's Odyssey because they both look great, honestly. Yeah, I'd be down to either one. In all honesty, like I, I'd be down to do either one. I like them both. Yeah, I, I love the Odd World games. I think they're great. I think they have really good lore and. I really want to see more come out of it. I, I would like to see the entire Abe story being told because I've—I I mean, when you go and look on the Oddworld Inhabitants website, there is so much lore already on the website about this Oddworld Inhabitants world, and it's like the 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 story they have in mind is not—I think what they, what they call it, a quintology is that what they called it a quiptology? I can't remember what it's called. But, uh, yeah, be and that's basically the, the, the original story they had in mind but it wasn't going to be all about Abe so I'm curious to see if they're going to f- uh, go through with it and actually finish the entire story because they got distracted basically like with Abe's Exodus they were limited on hardware and uh, other things and they were trying to meet a deadline and so they weren't able to tell the actual story they wanted to tell, and that's where Soulstorm came from. And then with Munch's Odyssey, they basically were testing out a lot of new things, and they were trying to meet Xbox demands. And then with Stranger's Wrath, they kind of fell behind on a lot of things because they were trying to meet for the new latest Xbox that was coming out. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. It's 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 great to see that they're they've gone independent and they stopped focusing on just a console only, and that they're just like okay, wherever we decide to release it, we're going to release it. But we want to release the stories that we have been wanting to tell since the beginning of time. So yeah, um, yeah. had a weird part where something just kind of happens. I'm not going to spoil it, but um, where it like it just kind of happens out of nowhere, and then it's very strange, like. To me, it definitely felt in that realm of, like, it got rushed. Mm-hmm. It was still a good game, but there is a part where something just kind of happens, and you're like, huh. Yeah, I, I've I've watched a lot of gameplay footage of both games uh, that I didn't play, and you could tell there's some moments where it feels, just even watching it, you could tell that it feels like they, they were rushed and pressured to meet a deadline. And... Mm. I honestly hate that for a lot of, and I'm glad that a lot of gaming developing companies these days have gone to the path that they've took. Um, and I think it's great that they're taking their own independent route now where versus we are stuck with Microsoft or we're stuck with Sony or we're stuck with Nintendo and we have to make deadlines. So we have to make certain cuts and we're not able to, you know, to give you exactly what we want to give you. But I'm glad that there's these certain developers that are like, you know what? 
we're going to do our own thing, and if we release on a platform, then great. If we don't, we know you're going to buy us on Epic Games or Steam or somewhere else, but we're going to release what we want to release, and we're not going to release it until we feel it's perfect. And I'm glad that that's where gaming the gaming community has gone to at this point. Uh, I have to say that's, that's a great thing about today with video games, is that they are now more independent than what they were back then. Yeah, yeah. Wow, we really nerded out here. What <laughs> <laughs> to? Like besides game. Um I've been working on animations. I got my like I said I got my Cintiq in. I haven't I haven't hooked it up yet. It's and huge. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. But no, it's good that you have your Cintiq. But yeah, you were telling me it's what, like 22 inches? It's 22 inches. And as I was sitting here looking at it, like unboxing it, I was like, oh, God, I don't even have room for this thing. Like, where am I going to put this? And so the only like space I have available is I've got a space above my computer because I have a really small desk. And I thought about getting an L-shaped desk. But um, I have a really small desk where just like my computer tower is sitting above my monitor and I've got my speakers and everything else. So I may put it up there and just move my computer by my animation desk where I do my claymations. But I have nowhere to put this thing. It's huge. Like it's it's as big as my computer screen. So I'm I'm impressed with the size of it, especially with how much I paid for it. Yeah, yeah. Because this is something I've been wanting for like nine years, and I've been saving up for it for years to get it. Because I've had so many financial issues over the years, you know, and that's my fault going through one crappy relationship after the other. Is I get with people who wanted to spend my money, and now I'm at this point where it's like I'm by myself and I get to save my money up, and now I can buy all the toys and gadgets I want to buy, and I'm enjoying it. So it, now now I haven't really thought about a space for it yet. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry, hey, buddy. You'll find it. Yeah, but hey, I can work on comics now without having to, you know, use paper or pencils or pens, and I can just do it all digitally, and it'll work out just fine. It's a great investment. Yeah. I can't draw, so I don't know. I've also, um, this week, Same. I've, uh... I've hired an artist on uh, Fiverr. Um, she's a very talented artist. She's the one who did all the designs of my Endless Online character. All the different poses that was in the video. Like the five poses that you see throughout that whole video. And um, I hired... The story I want to tell is I, I hired two artists actually. The, 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 the one that I have now is the one I wasn't intending on hiring. But she really impressed me. Um, the first artist I hired, he wanted me to hire him for like 120 and I saw his work and I was really impressed with it. And so I was like, all right, yeah, I'll, I'll hire you. And he needed like a week to do the whole thing. And so well, actually more than a week, he needed like 10 days. So I gave him 10 days. And during that time, uh, that's when this other artist contacted me and she was like, Hey, uh, I'm really interested in doing it. Um, can I, you know, do you think you'd be interested in seeing what I got so far? I'm like, so I let her know. I was like, hey, you know, I, I've already hired somebody. I'm sorry. 
Um, maybe I can, you know, include you on future projects. And so she was like, well, hey, let me show you what I've got. And if you like it, I'll keep going. I was like, okay, I can respect that. And so she showed me what she had, and I was, like, super impressed. And I was like, okay, yeah, if you provide all five poses for me of the character, then I'll pay you for it. And so she was able to provide all five poses that I wanted within less than 24 hours. And she, just her determination alone impressed me. And she wanted $25 for the whole thing. When the other guy wanted 120, and I was like, "I tell you what, I'll I'll pay you 50," and so I paid her 50, and then so I used all the poses she made for the the new video, and I you know linked her in the bio and everything, and then she saw the video, and she contacted me, and she's like, "Hey, I have some new ideas for some poses, so you can keep your videos fresh and not the same poses with every video." I was like, "Okay." Show me what you got. And within 24 hours, less than 24 hours, actually with less than five hours, let's put it that way. Within less than five hours, she provided me five new poses of the character. And I was like, okay, how much do you want for it? She's like, how does 30 sound? I'm like, uh, no, you're getting more than 30. I'm giving you 50. And so... By the way, everyone, uh, you you can send in random pictures to Zach. He'll probably pay you. I'll probably pay you. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'll probably, probably pay will. You. I probably will. But it, it just send you a, someone's just gonna send you a picture of like a crappily drawn penis. <laughs> I'll pay you. You're gonna be like, yeah, five bucks. Yeah, okay. I'll pay you. But <laughs> but the point of the story is, um, I'm definitely gonna keep her for uh future projects for more of these little uh endless online videos that i'm doing and um as to compare if if anybody's wondering what did the art other artists do that wanted 120 in 10 days for it i saw his work and i see what he was going for but it wasn't what i was going for um i'm definitely going to keep him in mind for future projects However, he didn't fully understand the description of what I was going for. And he kind of added his own unique style to it. And it wasn't what I was looking for. It, it didn't look anything like endless online content. And it would be weird to put in something that doesn't look endless online in an endless online video. So um, I, I'm going to keep on my list of things you know, to remember of artists, but... I found my new artist. She's she's gonna be mine for now on, and as long as she keeps providing material, I'll keep paying her. Yep, yep, exactly. That's a good way to do it. <laughs> yep, you gotta take care of your artist, people. Take care of them. If you don't, then they'll start giving you weird things. I originally offered her to 120, but she didn't want that much money, so I I'm I'm satisfied with how humble but, but, she but, is. But it, it, it shows a good amount of artist integrity too. Oh yeah, the fact that she was that determined, even though I hired another artist, and she's like, "Well, let me show you what I still have, just just to, just in case if you're interested," and she was still willing to do all that work despite the fact that she, you know whether or not I was going to hire her or not. That really showed a lot to me. Like that really impressed me more than anything. I can really respect somebody for that. Yeah. But uh, mm. that's pretty that's much been awesome, my week dude. in a nutshell. Yeah. 
All right. Um, so Alex, anything to leave us off on, my dude? Um Not really. Any things that you've heard lately that you just really like the sound of? Any what? Oh. Phrases. Oh. Crap. Now that you I'm trying to think of something. I was just default to courage. Hullabaloo and howdy do. Musty prongs and Timbuk too. No, no, I. Woo, woo, woo. (laughs) Mine is the. No, no, I was. I was thinking of something earlier. Was it. Oh my god. Now it's just going to drive me crazy. Oh, our poor little baby. Well, we thank you all for listening to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, thanks. Oh, no, it was a tweet someone tweeted. The silly goose phrase. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, yeah. Um, why, why is silly goose a phrase? Have you ever met a goose? They're the most serious and powerful dinosaur-looking monsters I've ever encountered. <laughs> they're, they're not silly. Yeah, geese are pretty terrifying. Mine yeah. is, mine is a, how about that ammo belt, Alex? Or what was it? About the what? what oh, the... <laughs> what was it on gunfire? Uh, wouldn't give you the ammo belt, even though I had the regening ammo. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I didn't really care if I got it. I just loved, kept going with no, that well, joke. No, well, the thing is, I looked later and I saw that you had something else too. So that's why I was just like, "Oh fuck you! You already have something." <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just kept bringing it back up as a reoccurring joke. Uh, yeah, because we were we were playing gun. Just for a little context for the audience here, uh, we were playing Gunfire Reborn. And Alex was getting like, uh, what'd you get? You get like ammo belt and what else? I had ammo belt and the um, one meter got, traveled. I get ammo. ammo belt, he got ammo regeneration and he got all picked up ammo turns into the type that you of the gun that you're using. Yeah, and so like Charles kept going like, well, why don't you give one of those to Zach to help him out? And <laughs> Alex was like, yeah, uh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I, I would if he didn't have twice as many items as I did. Yeah, exactly. So, and then like I, I kept quiet about what all scrolls I had, so I didn't want anybody to know what I had. And, and so I had something that would help me out with my ammo, and I just kept bringing it back up to Alex, just like, so, uh, how about that ammo belt? Uh, finally, I looked. Finally, I just looked at everyone's scrolls, and I realized what Zach had, and I was like, "Oh, fuck you! You had." <laughs> Uh, we have a lot of fun on that. Uh, That's definitely a game we're going to need to record as Gunfire Reborn. I think we get some good content out of that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. But okay, I would say at this point, uh, we've been recording for probably over an hour now. So, um, yeah. hey, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. Yep, and we will um, see you next you, Alex, time. Thank you, for coming on to our guest segment again. Don't talk over me, Zach. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> thank you once again for joining us, Alex. Um, and hey, as always, uh, re- remember, just be, be good, baby. What's good, baby? <laughs> See you guys. What's good, baby? Hey, thanks for listening to the show. What's Good Baby can be heard on Anger FM, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, and at our website at obscuredcartoons.com. Become a member on our Discord and join the fun and stay in touch with our community. Join the show as a special guest through the Discord and be heard. All links are provided in the description down below and on our website. Until next time, what's good, baby?
Sorry, uh, just the, the <laughs> thought of you just taking a fucking massive dump and making me bear witness to it was stuck in my head. It, it'll be fine. I had, to, I had to work it out. <laughs> had to work out the mental image there. I had to squeeze it out of one ear. But yes, okay, let's uh, let's let's move on. Well, you could squeeze it out of your ear while I squeeze one out of my ass. So it'll be fine. We'll be doing <laughs> something together. <laughs>